We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast, Week 13, lucky number 13, Dean here, that's Dean7904 if you want to get all tactical on me, usual suspects as always, of course, uh, this is not the last podcast you listen to in DFS, it's the first podcast you listen to in DFS, and batting first, it's Grant Niefer coming to us live from San Diego, I almost said the nickname, but it's not really called, but it's San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, it is San Diego, and I'm currently here. And guys, this is the last podcast you should listen to throughout the week. You should listen to it after the games start. That's how important it is. Well, this is what Grant got wrong, and that's what Grant got wrong. And yep, Grant was wrong here, too, and Grant got that wrong also. That's how they would listen to it. Yeah, but replace the word Grant with Dean, and it's 100% factually accurate. Well, well, not exactly. Uh, maybe Mangone, because Mangone's here. You might know him better from his stage name, uh, Bone Mangone69. What's going on, Mangone? Uh, things are good. Uh, nah, taking taking a lot of L's on this podcast lately. So, uh, listen, just going to – I feel numb at this point, trying to power through the pain. Uh, you know, we need a winning week, and luckily we have the best week, right? We get Thanksgiving week. Uh, we get two NFL slates. We get all the food. Thanksgiving food kind of overrated. but uh, It's the know, worst. Food, football. You guys are so dumb. Hold on, you're not really going to stand for Thanksgiving food, right? Like you're you're on team cranberry sauce. No, I'm on team stuffing, turkey, and mashed potatoes. Things that I eat generally year round. Stuffing's pretty good, I will say. It's I'm whatever. team stuffing, but like that's that's it. Like I could literally sit down at Thanksgiving meal and just only eat stuffing and have a good time. And what was you don't eat mashed potatoes and gravy? Um, I don't know, like three months ago. Yeah, exactly. If it was so good, you know, you would be in your regular rotation. It, it would be if it was easy to find or easy to make. They only sell once a year. People love pumpkin spice lattes, but so you know what? They only... <laughs> so tough year-round. You can't find stuffing in the grocery. Even Van Gogh can find stuffing. Yeah. I don't want to make it myself. I'm, I want pre-made stuffing. Whenever I find it at Safeway, I buy stuffing, and I buy gravy, and I buy mashed potatoes, and I put it on some Hawaiian <laughs> sweet bread, 
and then I give myself premature premature diabetes. That that Hawaiian street bread is pretty terrible too, by the way. Just a spoiler. What? Alert. Okay, that is a ridiculous take. <laughs> it's not good. I've had it before. Fade that for sure. This is not See, a food you podcast. Literally, but I want to talk have about the worst food, food takes ever. I was gonna say, you know, uh, your advice, Grant, for the people that listen to this podcast, you know, later on in the week. Uh, we're actually going to touch on it. We're going to touch on it very briefly. Of course, we're going to focus on the main slate, uh, what's, what's going down as far as the main slate. 11 games, no more buys. Uh, let's see, Sunday night, the New England-Houston game, that's on the Yahoo slate, which, of course, Yahoo is sponsoring the show. Oh, you know what? I should say this before we say anything. This is very important, guys. We talked about this earlier today in one of our previous shows. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Grant. So, Yahoo, the sponsor of the show, you're aware of that, yes? Uh, I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. Uh, they have a $75,000 prize pool contest on Thursday night, a three-gamer, okay? It's got built-in $25,000 overlay. Now, what does that mean? That means they collect $50,000, and they give out $75,000. Mangone, you don't need a calculator. That's good stuff, right? Yeah, man. Uh, it's good times. I just pulled it up. I got to make sure to get my entries in there because I'm fired up for the Thanksgiving slate, man. Uh, I'm all about it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be firing in this Yahoo tournament for sure. By the way, Mangone, uh, he's not playing hurt right now, but he's playing uh, somewhat distracted. He's currently uh, sweating. Uh, he might bink uh, a tournament tonight in basketball. Yeah, there's, so there's, no, there's no sweat needed now as long as he doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, Mr. Dennis Schroeder hit a three while you were uh, talking about food. So uh, I'm, up, I'm, up, uh, I'm up a little bit right now. It's looking good. What? Are you baking right now? Look at you. Yeah, man. We're, we're, living, we're, not, we're not big T, but, uh, you know, things are, things are good over here. Yeah, Big T took down what two hundred and fifty k or something. But according to Twitter, he 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 had like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in entry fees. So it was like a push. That was a legendary thing that went down. By the way, like I don't think anyone saw that coming. I think people maybe <laughs> saw. I think people maybe saw like the oh you can only win with one fifty thing coming, but no one saw the you entered two hundred fifty thousand dollars in fees and then you only got back two fifty. Like that was just an all timer. You think he was getting trolled or this person was for real? No, the guy actually – I went through and figured things out. He absolutely thought that that was the case. It, it, Dean, it wasn't just Guy. It was – there were multiple people. I mean, it just <laughs> kept coming. Like, it, it was It was a classic. It was, it was a legendary thing that went down. That is amazing. So, congratulations to Big T. Whether he netted $250,000 or $1,000, however the math works out – uh, it was a good weekend for him, for sure. And again, you and you can get up to twenty entries. By the way, I just I just not locked in twenty entries. Uh, there's only yeah, I'm about 1, to do that right now. It's getting close to filling. Yeah, because really? I, I, yeah, I'm for real. You have to get in this. I'm, oh. I'm serious. If you guys listen to this in the morning, uh, you can get twenty entries in. It costs you two hundred bucks. I actually see it moving right now. Like somebody, the the entry fees that is. Yeah, I, I'm I joining be. now too, so it's I'm about to spam my. Entry. Well, it just went up twenty higher. Yeah, I can see it moving right now. So uh, well, we're moving the needle. Look at that. Now. There you go. The needle is being moved right now. <laughs> yeah, there's other contests as well for sure. The other $200,000 contest in the weekend. But there's built-in, you know, 50% over – oh, wait, what's the math here? Oh, I guess you should ask the accountant. They're collecting A negative 50%, 50% management fee, so 33.3% overlay. In theory, I just made like – yeah. We just made money just by clicking buttons. I just made $60. I'll lose it on Thursday, but for right now, I've made $60, $70. So, Mango, we were talking about this pre-show. Like, should we talk about the, uh, you know, uh, the Thursday slate? And well, let's talk about it because there's not, not a lot of other places that will probably talk about it because by the time other podcasts come out on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, yada, yada, yada. And we're, again, like Grant was saying, or mocking at least, this is the first podcast to listen to, not the last podcast. 
you know, it's a first look, it's a first peek. And Van Gogh is super excited to talk about Jeff Driscoll and Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, exciting games for sure to be had on Thanksgiving. Oh, Dan, you, you have it all wrong. I'm excited because people are going to roster Mitchell Trubisky. I don't have to roster him, but other people are. I mean, this is the beauty of it. Like, listen, I, I sadly rostered some Jared Goff tonight. I was going to fade him, but I didn't. <laughs> like, th- this is the beauty of it. Like, people are going to play some of these terrible quarterbacks at times because there's no other options. It's not like you can just say, oh, give me Lamar Jackson because he's not on the slate. We live in the world of a salary cap. Uh, I guess you don't want to save money with Mitch Trubisky or Driscoll. You're looking at, uh, of course, Grant's boy, Josh Allen's in the slate. Buffalo's playing Dallas, and the Saints and the Falcons are playing the night game. And do we know the status? We're recording this on a Monday night. So I think I saw that Julio Jones was, uh, uh, missed a practice, and, of course, he was on and off the field on the game on Sunday. Mango, what do we know here? Do we, are we assuming he's going to play, or just not sure yet? Yeah, I'm assuming he gives it the go, but like it, it could be interesting, right? Because it's late swap. We have that, you know, we're going to be late swapping stuff and it's the last game of the night, right? So you have to like see what you're going to do. It's going to be super interesting. We don't really have word on what's going to happen. So um, Julio is going to be a guy you might have to take a risk on and uh, it's going to be fun to see, uh, you know, how it all shakes up. But um, if he's uncertain, man, it could be really interesting for tournament upside. Well, g- give me your overview. We're not going to focus on this too much, but like if somebody's listening, they want to hear like a you know a couple minutes synopsis. Uh, but what's the most important part of this uh, three game slate? Yeah, I, I think if you're playing cash games, it's kind of like jamming them in, jamming in the studs, right? You want to be getting on, you know, you want to be getting on Kamara, Thomas, all those good guys. And and what's like the key way to do it? Well, not paying for you know these expensive tight ends, right? I think trying to find a cheap tight end that can make things work. I think the guy is Dawson Knox because Dallas has been really really bad against tight ends throughout this year. Uh, I think that's a good route that you can end up going. Uh, Grant's boy, Josh Allen, I think is actually a really uh, strong uh, quarterback play. And um, one guy that's pretty cheap, um, and he hasn't been that great lately, it's David Montgomery. And I think he's going to be a phenomenal play here against the Lions. We know how bad they are against the run. And Montgomery, he hasn't been the best as of late. You know, has had some had some struggles. If you look at his past three games, right, anyone who's game log Jason playing, they see 5.1, they see 6, they see 6, and they're, they're worried about it, right? They're like, I don't want to play him, but this is the Lions, and I hope people don't end up doing it because his price is low, salary's low. Um, you can get in a good technically bell cow running back and pair it up with those saints guys and then, you know, get some Atlanta action and like, you know, your team's working out to look pretty good. Yeah. You mentioned uh tight end as far as, uh, you know, Knox, he might be the Dawson might... talk about Josh Allen. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. This is how we have a conversation, Grant. Well, we'll throw it to you. Don't worry. You could have chimed in at any point. There was kind of a pause there, but you could have pounced. It was all there as uh, yours for the taking, but uh, you know, you yielded, which I, I appreciate. That's fine. You don't have to. Uh, but, um, yeah, Dawson might be the one who knocks as far as, like, making things work for you because uh, we don't know the deal with Hooper, but Hooper probably doesn't play. I assume he doesn't play. There's no reason to force him out there. And, you know, Jaden Graham, uh, I guess Jared uh, Jared Cook might be the best tight end on the slate. TJ Hawkinson, of course, didn't play last game either. You got the outlaw, Jesse James. You kind of sort of have to save money at tight end. But, Grant, uh, talk about your boy, Josh Allen, or anything that you're really talking about. So I've been digging into things, and – there's not been good weather in Buffalo. Most of the games he's played. Home stats this year, 18 fantasy points per game. Away stats, 24. He's actually been able to air the ball out. Averages about 70 yards further per game or more per game on the road here. And now he gets to play in a dome. Josh Allen will be the top scoring player on this slate. What? I love it. You know who you run it back with, Grant? Revenge. Cole Beasley. Only 4.7K. Oh, no. Great, great point per dollar play. Absolutely You amazing. say, oh, no, every week. And what does he do every week? <laughs> I mean, with the exception of last week, uh, nothing? 
Ian, he's, um, he's a point per dollar play that's going to help you get in the studs. He's an amazing play this week. Yeah, he's studs for sure. He's not good himself, but he, he helps you get the good dudes in. Yeah, and obviously, like, like Russell Gage is right in that range, and he's going to be someone you consider, too. And if Julio's out, right, then, of course, you, you go to Gage over Beasley. But, um, yeah, I think Beasley's certainly a really strong play. The thing I do love, too, about the uh, about the Thanksgiving slate is once you kind of see where all the ownership's going, there's so much leverage opportunities here with, with the three-game slate and uh, how to approach it. So, uh, you know, dealing with that in tournaments is a uh, is a fun thing. Uh, so, you know, look for look for well, leverage. Talk about that. That's important because just talk about that. You know, we, we don't talk strategy a ton on here because it's the first look podcast. We don't dig too much into that. But so say you, uh, you, you hit on the right guy in the Chicago Detroit Lions game, whoever that happens to be. Then I'll, like you have like somebody ambitious in a later game. Do you move those into like chalk players? Like, talk about how that works, because you say that, and some people might not understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you can. Like, uh, a great example is, uh, you know, people took a shot on uh, LeGarrette Blunt. I think that was that last season. What? He had three touchdowns. Yeah, like, he was, like, 2% owned, right? So, if you had a 2% owned LeGarrette Blunt that scored, like, two or three touchdowns for min salary, well, what would you do? Let's say that happened on this slate. Well, you'd make sure to play Michael Thomas. You know, you'd make sure to jam in all these studs. You'd make sure to have Alvin Kamara. Um, yeah, that was something that happened. So that's definitely um, definitely a way to approach it. And looking at ownership projections, which I'm sure we'll have over here on Rotary Riders, looking at them Thursday morning is going to be really important to see, hey, what spots are there? Maybe people are not on as much, right? Like maybe everyone's on like uh, Amari Cooper, for instance. Let's say everyone's on him. Maybe then you pivot over to Michael Gallup just for the like the leverage opportunity. If uh, let's say Cooper's going to be forty percent of him, and Gallup's going to be five, like there's just so much opportunity there. So uh, you know, uh, I'm not blender over here, but I'm basically saying you can play whoever you want. Just look at ownership. Legarrette Blunt played football last year in the NFL. Was he a thing last year? I don't recall. I think it might have been two years ago when he was with the Patriots. <laughs> no, it, it was with the Lions. I pro- I'm gonna I'll look at. Oh that. gosh, you are right. The timely reference here. I'm always right, Grant. Uh, that, well, yeah, tell that to your tweet. Oh, man. Let's not talk about that one. Uh, how many times is this losing in a row, Mangone? Or you have a losing uh, streak going, right? I don't know. By the way, like Garrett Blunt, he didn't just play football last year. He had 154 attempts, five touchdowns, 418 yards. And, yes, two of those touchdowns, he went 19 for 88. Two how, how many receptions, Grant? I'm going to set the over-under receptions or like Garrett Blunt last year at four and a half. What say you? Uh, I'm going the over. Uh, what are you going under? Over under, Dean? I'm the I'm the house. I just I, I just said the line. Well, listen, the house just got crushed. I mean, ten receptions on what? fifteen targets. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this is I can I don't know if I can firmly say this, but this might be the only podcast that talks about Legarrette Blunt this week. <laughs> he might no, actually have his own the, podcast. And just that was the second most. Last year was the second most receptions he had in a year in his career. Yeah, I believe that. That's, I thought four and a half was a decent line. But what, what two, do I know? 2.7 2. yards per carry, man. What a We're going bankrupt the house, unfortunately. Um, all right. Grant, you have any other notes as far as this three-gamer? you have like a bold proclamation? Who's going to stand out? Who's going to break the slate? Josh Allen's going to be the highest scoring player on the entire slate. What about Kenny Galladay? Yeah, he, he, his price is nice, man. Uh, he had a pretty nice uh, price no. increase at 6.1K. So, uh, yeah, oh. Kenny Galladay is going to be in the conversation for sure as a really good play. Oh, the, oh, here's one last injury note, actually. This is actually really important. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, he was a non-participant because of a concussion, and we know how concussions can be a bit of an issue. So, um, Anthony Miller. Anthony right? Miller. 3.9K, that's going to be the guy that we're just jamming in our lineups for value. Who else could be catching footballs there? Uh, Jawan Wims, 
Cordell yeah. Patterson. No, yeah, definitely those those guys are going to be in play. Uh, so stay tuned to the uh, injury reports and everything. That's always super important. And, you know, coach notes, all those kind of things. Ben Bronnecker. <laughs> it's a tight end, by the way. Uh, He's questionable, right. too, and Adam Sheehan. So, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe J.P. Holtz gets the uh, – Last the man game standing, J.P. Holtz. <laughs> going to break or, the slate. Or Jesper Horstead. This is not a creative player. No, so that's here. not a person. Yes, uh, yes it is. He if I Google player. that, that'll like a face will pop up? Jesper had a catch last week. He had 1.4 fantasy points. It's like the modern day of Garrett Blunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Anything else good, man, going as far as the three-game uh, Thanksgiving to, you know, slate, or shall we talk about the main slate? No, man, let's uh, talk about the main slate. Uh, it's, it's definitely a fun time, though. Make sure to get in those contests and join that Yahoo tournament while you can because uh, it's going to fill soon. There's yeah. a chance it's filled by the time – this podcast comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just saying, like this, like, like don't be like, oh, this all fill after the podcast. Like, no, get in now. If you haven't joined yet, do it now. I understand that they're the sponsor of the show, but like, honestly, this does not come along very often, and you should you should fully take advantage of it. And I've uh, registered twenty tournaments in there. Uh, so there you go. Good times. Look at me. I'm mass entering. I'm like Big T over here. See if you can bink it. Uh, when I do my screenshot, people are like, hey, you lost. I know somehow some goof, which I, that may happen too. Uh, all right, there's a Monday night game. We're not talking about that. Minnesota, Seattle, crossed them off the list. Uh, New England and Houston do play on our, our sponsor site, but of course they don't play on other sites. Uh, we do have an 11 game main slate. Uh, Andy Dalton's back in our lives. Are we excited about this, Grant? That sounds like something you'd get excited about. Oh, why wouldn't I be excited about that? He's <laughs> 4,700, like Dean. <laughs> and he's also got a nickname. Is the Red Rocket or the Red Rifle? Which, which red is it? A uh, red rocket refers to an uncorked, for better use of a better word, um, dog peen. <laughs> I, I was going somewhere completely different in my head, but fair enough. Uh, nonetheless, are, are we going to play? I mean, how do, what's his emotional state? <laughs> it's like, oh, now you want me to play? His emotional state is he's trying to make sure he plays on another team next year. So showing they still got it against one of the worst passing defenses in the league. Do we think AJ Green's all of a sudden gonna be healthy? I don't I don't think so. Okay. I thought he was kinda of holding out because like why is he, you know why bother? Like he doesn't have a real quarterback, but uh I thought in Cincinnati was kinda of sort of taking to some degree. But uh all right, man go now they've got a nice two game buffer on the first overall pick. Dalton wins this game and they're like, oh gosh. <laughs> all right, Dalton's back to the bench. Start limping. We got one. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Mangone, I don't really know why I started with Andy Dalton. That's that's what we're going to talk about, I suppose. Uh, what else is going on this week? Oh, you get that Cleveland-Pittsburgh rematch, which will, you know. I mean, you started with, like, the best quarterback on the entire slate. So, like, wh- why not? This was a good – Not Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, no. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a GOAT, but, uh, you know. It, it's, it's 2019. It's, it's, it's A.J. Green. I mean, not A.J. Green. It's uh, Andy Dalton, man. Like, he's just too cheap, right? He's 6K on FanDuel. He's 4.7K, I believe, on DraftKings. The, the reason that it's, it's really nice to play Andy Dalton is because he's going to open up so many things. But here's the question here. Like, quarterback isn't, like, my priority spend most of the time. I don't normally start with quarterback. I start with the meat, right? I start with the running backs and the receivers. The turkey. The, it's Thanksgiving week. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're, even the turkey's not that good. We're starting with the turkey, right? <laughs> and that's that's the running backs and the receivers. So if I don't have value, right? Like if I'm looking like last week, like I'm like, okay, are we playing Patrick Laird and Bo Scarborough? Um, you know, if I'm looking at Brian Hill and, and uh, Miles Sanders getting like none of the, like, you know, none of the work basically 50% of the time it was a JHI split, then yeah, I'm going to go down at quarterback because I need to. And again, this is a good matchup too. 
They're going against the New York Jets. We know it's an absolute pass funnel. Uh, this is a spot that I definitely think that, you know, you have to consider in cash games and in tournaments, it makes a lot of sense. Now, if we end up getting value, like really good, like 3K running backs or 4K running backs, he's not as much in play. He's still in the conversation uh, for tournaments and what, but for cash games, he wouldn't be as in play. L. Jackson, Mahomes, you have all the money. Which one you want? Oh, man, that's a great question, man, because, I mean, Mahomes, uh, he should he should light it up here. But Lamar Jackson, we know how amazing he's been. Going against that Niners defense, though, I mean, listen, that that, uh, that pressure that those guys can put on can be really tough. My one worry is we know San Francisco, right, they like to run the ball, and I think they're going to be smart enough to try and keep the try and do their best to keep it away from Lamar. Um, I'm going to say Mahomes, but I wouldn't be shocked by the end of the week. I'm like, Travis, you're an idiot. Just just play Lamar. He's cheaper for $400. Uh, Grant, your, your thoughts on the top, and I think there's a guy in the middle that's going to kind of jump out for you as well. I want to see if you say him before I say him. So uh, give me your thoughts as, as far as the upper tier quarterbacks and work your way down. Um, I want to pay up for quarterbacks, but right now there's probably – three or four guys on my list, uh, maybe five, depending on if we, if his weapons are healthy, it's Mahomes and Lamar up there at the top. Like both of them are absolutely fantastic plays. Love both of them. Probably have a slight lean towards Mahomes. People forget how good he was because he's been playing most of the season injured and he did have a bad game against the chargers last time he was out, but he's coming off a bye week. Um, I believe, is he coming off? Yeah, he is, he is coming off a bye week. I can remember if he played up, and Monday night or not. I, we assume he's healthier long, because he hasn't looked great, like you said. Like, uh, yeah. He hasn't looked great for most of the season. By his own the, standard. Well, beginning of the season, before he got injured, he was fantastic. He was getting 30 points a game. Then he came back from injury. He got 30 points. He had a rough game versus the Chargers there. That was a little bit of a weird one. I don't entirely understand it. But I think that he's back to it. And he's going up against Oakland where they're a pass funnel. And then Jackson's fine. Outside of them, I'm guessing the guy you were referring to is Foles. Oh, yeah. He's got that uh, that BDE from the, from the torso. Yeah, BDN's got BDE. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, the problem is I'm not sure if he can fit through this funnel pass defense. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah. B- BDN's the – Probably the best point per dollar play at quarterback here. I mean, going up against Tampa Bay, he's been throwing boatloads of passes. He's has a ton of weapons. He didn't look great versus Tennessee, but Tennessee's not, Tennessee's not an easy defense. He didn't look great versus Indy, but Indy's not an easy defense here. He's thrown 47 48 grand. They were coming from behind both of those games. I don't expect it to happen again. They're probably going to run a decent amount with Fournette, but this is a beautiful matchup against Tampa Bay here. It's absolutely perfect here. I absolutely love Foles. If you don't want to go with him, I think Rivers is a decent GBP play. Not the highest team total here, but he is a guy that can put up a boatload of yards, boatload of points every single week. And I know he hasn't a whole lot this season, but you're just looking for guys in this range, and no, no one really stands out here. And I think Rivers' price with who you can probably pair him with is probably about the best you're going to get in this range if you're not going with Foles. I think you're the last person to tout Philip Rivers. This is it. Like, man, go. Is anybody else going to tout Philip Rivers this day forward? I, th- I think it's done. That's the last time we're going to ever hear of him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not looking pretty for him, but I don't think uh, I don't think he's the last man. If Patrick Laird is getting uh, you know touted, I think Rivers still has a couple touts left in him. So, uh, huh. yeah, um, I-, I will say this. Uh, here's trivia time for you guys. Name in the past four weeks. Uh, name the number two fantasy quarterback behind Lamar Jackson. Who you guys got? Uh, not Philip Rivers. Uh, how about Tannehill? 
Yeah, the Dean, oh. you are the winner, man. Uh, you have won uh, nothing. So oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, sorry. Well, I don't care about him. He's I get the home version of this dog. podcast. Yeah, no, I just thought uh, fifty-seven hundred. Uh, it's interesting, right? Uh, he's been crushing, and uh, listen, uh, this isn't the matchup I'm like dying to go against, but it is in a dome, right? Uh, and this is the time of year where we're starting to look at dome games, and they're super important. Uh, I don't care if Jared Goff is in, uh, you know, Arizona or a dome. Uh, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I want to mess with him. He has just been so freaking bad. It is a question to ask though, because there's so much bias, right, on Jared Goff being terrible and the Rams just offense being terrible, and they get to play against Arizona, and we know anyone can crush Arizona. So uh, what about them in tournaments? Like, are, do we have any interest in this team? Uh, I mean, you're supposed to like say yes, because it's Arizona and it's a dome and he's got actual like talented pieces. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a cop out in a tournament. Sure. If I'm playing enough tournaments, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have a golf team. I'm not going to be happy about it. Who do you pair him with? Cooper cup? A la carte? I mean, you can pair him with all the guys, right? Uh, I wonder Everett. What the, I, wonder um, what Dean, I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Arizona's very bad versus the tight end. No. Where, is, that, is that scientifically proven? Where, has anybody tweeted that out yet? I mean, Cardi says it's not true, and he's, oh, he's clearly not. never wrong about oh. Christian McCaffrey either. Um, yeah, he's not wrong about Aaron Rodgers. He said Kirk Cousins is better than Aaron Rodgers. Terrible <laughs> take. Terrible, terrible take. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, yeesh. Uh. It's been, it was a rough night last night. Let's just say that. Oh, for sure, man. You know what's crazy? But no, listen, I've had a rough couple of weeks with these, uh, you know, bets. But no one's selling out on me. No one's. Saying yeah, I'm fading me. you, Mangone. I'm already on. I'm, I'm not so, State Kings, Mangone. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> guys, so Jared Goff, um, over the last five games, he hasn't had between six point seven and twenty five points once. He's had two twenty five point games and three of them under seven points. Uh, you look at the actual game log, and it's pretty impressive. Like, people don't realize that he is absolutely horrible in tough matchups, but very, very good in good matchups here. It's so, impressive how terrible he's been. Against Chicago, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, all tough matchups, he all did absolutely terrible. Cincinnati, Atlanta, Seattle, Tampa Bay, Average 25 points during those games. So he can do well in any good matchup here. And now he gets a good matchup going up against Arizona, a team that will in all likelihood probably keep the game close, where he does get a increase in plays. I wasn't really looking at him too much, but yeah, Trav, I think you're right. I think Goff is actually a very good play this week. I could see some, a whole lot of – which this never works out well when it actually happens, but a whole lot of ownership go towards them, and I think it might be the right move. Yeah, so uh, Gridiron IQ, I think it doesn't have this, Travis, as far as, like, pressure, and I feel like more so than most other quarterbacks has numbers skew based upon how much pressure is put on them. Uh, I think he buckles a bit of pressure. I, I, again, don't don't hold me to this. This Again, this is – man, go on. This is a first-look podcast. We're not talking about pressures and not pressures and things like that. But I'm just going to say, most likely, Arizona probably not a defense that puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, he thrives. Of course, all quarterbacks are to prefer not to get pressured to have more time in the pocket. So but I just feel like his numbers are more skewed based upon that. Something I want to dig into off-air. Uh, it's just Monday night, man. We got all week to figure this one out. Is there any quarterback you want to talk about, Mango? We talked about Mahomes, you know, biggest total on the slate, 
absolutely ravaged Oakland last time out. Uh, you know, uh, they have the biggest total on the board, I believe, as well. We talked about Foles in the second total on the board. The totals aren't very big this week. We have 51 as far as KC and Oakland. Tampa and Jacksonville's got a 49 total. Then all of a sudden it jumps down to that Rams-Arizona game at 46. Uh, Giants and your, your Packers at 46 as well, too. And I don't know. It's uh, We've been dealing with a lot of, like, weird slates, Mango. Is this another weird one, or do we like this one? What's our first look thoughts? Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I think there's going to be a lot of different ways that you can go to. Like, uh, you know, Rodgers, too, against the Giants. You know, the Giants are awful. I mean, if Mitch Trubisky can look <laughs> good against you, like, uh, Aaron Rodgers should dice him up. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to go this week. I, I think this is going to be a really awesome week for, uh, you know, cash games, turning in. All around, I think it's going to be a fun one. One way you shouldn't go differently uh, is McCaffrey at running back at home versus Washington. Uh, you know, I know we live in the world of a salary cap grant, uh, but we're supposed to find a way to play McCaffrey, right? Is he good? He's very good. I mean, I'm told running backs don't matter, uh, but I think he matters. Now, you know, if you look at the models, he's 10.5K. That's a little too pricey for him. So I don't know if you can do that. that, that that's what some of the guys are saying out there. Hey, were you pushing your glasses up when you were saying that? I may have been, but uh, listen. I thought you were putting in your hair in a ponytail like Derek Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we don't it's have not any. Sustainable. We have no one to pay for, right? Like we don't have Michael Thomas at the. We have job. one person to pay for. Christian McCaffrey. His name is Le'Veon Bell. What? And well, I'm saying like there. You look at the top ten. I, I don't actually mean that. I don't mean he's a great play, but like you look at the last week, we had a lot of top price guys in very good matchups. Like, Nick Chubb was going up against Miami. Fournette was going up against Tennessee. Like, we had guys in decent matchups. Now you look at the top, we got Chubb going over versus Cleveland. Or Chubb going against Pittsburgh. Eighth-ranked DVOA. We got Fournette going up against Tampa Bay. Derrick Henry versus Indy is the, a decent spot, but now he's priced up way more than he has been in the past. Barkley hasn't looked the same. James Conner may or not, may not play. Like, the first time you actually get to a legitimate good matchup, it's Le'Veon Bell versus Cincinnati. So, we don't have guys to pay up for this week, which is what Mangone was saying. So, yeah, I think we do need to play Christian McCaffrey. When do we stop saying never again on Barkley? Or at least never this season on Barkley? Or do we play him? Because uh, I'm just not... bitter because my, he was on my best lineup last week and he ruined it. Yeah, very, I, I tweeted at him very angrily. <laughs> Barkley's actually not a bad play uh, here against the Packers. So um, I don't mind it. And like the price is getting nice. Uh, but like I said, you know, the analytics guys, they're going to say you can't do that. So, or you can't, uh, you can't play McCaffrey. You need to play these bell cows in the seven K range instead. I'm just going to go to McCaffrey. Like it's Washington. It's going to be a good time. So uh, I'm with you. A lot of these guys in this range aren't the greatest. Uh, the one guy that's kind of interesting, I think Grant may have good points about bell, but in the same range as Josh Jacobs, right? We know Kansas city, we know what happens with them. They struggle a ton against the run. Uh, the problem is uh, Casey's likely to get up big early. And, like, do we think that they uh, kind of, you know, disappear from Josh Jacobs and go to, you know, the other guys that they always go to? Like, uh, I don't even know who he is. is it like Jalen Richards? Yeah, Rashard. Like, uh, so I don't know. That's my one worry with a guy like Jacobs. But the matchup is great, right? If you told me he was going to get all the work. Um, but I don't know. It seems like a pretty good spot to, uh, you know, spend up for McCaffrey and then, uh, you know, maybe in this, like, 7K range for a couple of those guys. Week two, we had 12 carries against Kansas City for 99 yards and zero catches. Like, I think I'll take the over on zero catches more than LeGarrette Blunt this week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's – you don't want him to get blown out, which certainly might happen. But I, I do agree. If that game stays fairly tight, Jacobs can run for like 150 yards against Kansas City. Wouldn't surprise me at all. 
Do you have a cheapie here, Grant, if we're kind of taking a peek down as far as the salaries? Who jumps out for you? Uh, I, I, at this point in the week, I don't have a super cheap guy. Like, we we mentioned Jalen Richard. I think he's about the only cheap guy I'm really looking at. But the guys in the lower 5K range, I think, are the good options. Have you, have you guys seen David Johnson's price? Oh God! It's got it's whatever it is. It's too it's too much. <laughs> it's, I can't four, do it. it's four. Okay, so four point six k. Like David Johnson is the what? same price as Gus Edwards. Benny Snell Jr. is four point seven k. He is more expensive than David Johnson. Wayne Gallman four point seven k more than David Johnson. Wow! I'll take Benny Snell over David Johnson. By the way, the guy got twenty carries last week. <laughs> I'm just so David Johnson. Died. Over on FanDuel, he's averaging negative points over the last three games. Oh, yeah. He's – it's like he's in slow motion if you watch the video. it's I, He's got to be hurt, I assume, right? Is that? I think he just got uh, paid and fat. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. What, we, we use girthy or husky around these parts, Grant, just so you know. I think he's or, was, that, with, was that a pH you're talking I, about? I think he's dealing with an injury. I think we all know that they, they decided to go to, you know, they, they made that trade for Drake, and everyone was like, okay, like, why are you doing this for only one week? And it, it's because <laughs> something's clearly wrong with David Johnson. He's not 100%. So, um, yeah, that, that's something obviously worth monitoring. Uh, Miles Sanders against Miami. We're always I was like, looking at that. Yeah, we're always like anyone against Miami. And, like, um, I don't know. Is is Jordan Howard playing? Here's here's the quote we have on him now. Uh, Peterson said Howard still hasn't regained full strength. Uh, will likely be limited. Individual work practice begins week thirteen. So um, it's the Dolphins, right? They don't need Jordan Howard. I wouldn't be shocked if they just you know run. Uh, they run. Um, what's Dude, guys, Jay Ajayi revenge game. Oh, yeah, three K Jay Ajayi. And game, and game script suggests. I'm not saying to play Jay Ajayi, but I think he's, he's I'm saying to play Jay Ajayi now. Listen, there's, there's, been, there's been worse running backs touted in Miami games this year. There was one last week. Patrick oh, Laird, Laird? So. Yeah. Uh, listen, not, not in this podcast. No, we, we did I think Laird ended up with uh, more points than Jay Ajayi did last week. Well, because game script wouldn't go in their favor. If they're, if they're ahead by two touchdowns, Ajayi gets some work, right? Assuming Howard's out. I mean, maybe, but yeah, Laird outscored Ajayi last week. Ajayi got six carries last week. Yeah, well, they, they were down the whole game. Well, that is true. Good for you, Dean. <laughs> That's what Ajayi, Ajayi can't catch the ball. He's got that Legarrette Blunt hand. Yeah, I got I got one cheapie for you. Um, the ten catch Legarrette Blunt hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I got I got one cheat before you that's kind of interesting. I mean, he's I'm just going to read you the game logs. They've been pretty nice. Oh, so 26.6, 13.1, 18.6, 16.9, 6.3, and 15. Um, he's 5.4.5K. Uh, um, you're like, wow, like, that's surprising. You weren't expecting that. Like, it's going to be a terrible name. No, it's not uh, a terrible Jamal name. Jamal Williams. It's Jamal Williams. And in this game that could shoot out possibly, like uh, I think Jamal Williams is kind of interesting at that price tag. Again, we play him for the PPR upside too as well. Like that, That's why we play him. I like players that are on the field though. No, I agree. Dean, I like players on the field too, but I think it's an interesting tournament stack, right? You could do the Rodgers, Jamal Williams, and Devontae Adams. I think that three-man stack is really intriguing here in this spot. So uh, don't, don't sleep on him as a cheap option at the running back position. Oh, man. Uh, it's it's not a terrible play. He's right. Um, but outside of those guys, Ronald Jones, I think, is in a pretty good spot here going up against Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville has been great. It's supposed to be a close game here. Jones has been decent. Um, and then Kareem Hunt at 5.5K. Uh, 
Like, he's going up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gives up a ton of receiving work to opposing running backs here. Hunt is getting gradually or is getting a decent amount of involvement in the lineups or in the offense so far. And I guess 5.5K, people are probably going to go to Chubb, but Kareem Hunt could get anywhere from 8 to 10 targets. He was getting 8 targets a week prior to last week where it was just complete and total blowout. He's Chubb, by the way, was only the field 57% of the snaps last week. Uh, just Do we think there's going to be shenanigans in that game or no shenanigans as far as Pittsburgh and Cleveland? I, have, I don't even know what you mean by shenanigans. Well, but I don't know. You wouldn't qualify taking a helmet and swinging at somebody's head as being shenanigans? Oh, that, 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 It's a rematch. Yeah. Uh, that's what you mean by shenanigans. I was thinking like trick plays and stuff. I mean, well, that might happen too, but I don't know how to predict it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I will take the under of helmets bashing people's a half a head swimming. using. Yeah, less than a half. Well, did you see the video of the That was Cleveland? amazing. It was so terrible. <laughs> guys, if you have, if oh, you have not we seen it yet, just look up. Cleveland Browns pinata. Are we That's encouraging this behavior? Uh, not encouraging. No, we're not. I'm encouraging uh, a good laugh of just people being idiots. Uh, yeah. All right. It's it's classic Cleveland. Let's just put it that way. Oh, well, you're taking shots at Cleveland now? Yes. <laughs> They're gonna have a picture of you with a pinata next week. Yeah, that's fine. I'm already full of candy. I have a bag of Twinkies sitting next to me. Sorry, box with them individually in bags. Fun fact, I actually did Raz. I yelled at Grant for having Twinkies pre-show. If you're going to have like something bad, have something like delicious too. But uh, Is this the point where the podcast where I go, Dean, is that a fun fact? Because you say that about everything. Well, it's not a fun fact. You're probably right. You know what? I'll tell you what's not fun, eating Twinkies. Uh, yeah, it is. It's more fun to say than it is to eat. How about that? They're golden sponge cake with creamy filling. Yeah, that's the packaging. That, it, it's just, that's the advertising to get you to purchase it. But once you buy Twinkies once, you're like, oh, wait a second. This is just like a marketing gimmick. Like, they're terrible. Dean, they're if I, Dean, if I ship a GPP on the Thanksgiving slate, you have to eat uh, – you have to be six Twinkies on, uh, on, on Periscope. Why am I eating Twinkies on Periscope? Why? I don't know. I'm just trying to bait you. I'd rather eat like a zinger. Food. I don't even want that. I don't want that either. I, I'm a big fan of Ding Dongs and Ho-Hos. Oh, what's the one that has the coconut at the top? Snowballs? Oh, snowballs. Hey, snowballs are not great. Gross. Those are not good. Oh. Anything, anything coconut is gross unless it's shrimp. Any, any, anything else. Deal breaker. Out. I'm out. Um, yeah, why does shrimp get the monopoly on coconut being great on it? Coconut trip is good. Me and Mango, we we're, we're, we're shrimp compatible. Look at that. I wasn't aware of this. I'm in, man. We can go get endless <laughs> shrimp at Red Lobster whenever you're in. Oh, Dad, Trav, I will fly. I've been looking for someone to go to Red Lobster with me to get all-you-can-eat shrimp. I, so get this. So this is the most random. Where are you looking for this person? This, this is the most random thing ever. Me and my me and my friend and his uh, – my friends used to work there when we were in college. So we used to go for endless shrimp with my friend and his dad. And we used to always joke that there was like a champion who would, who would eat the most shrimp. And my friend's dad bought a trophy. So every year he had a trophy that we'd give our back to each other. And I currently have the trophy, man. I am the endless shrimp king. Well, you probably stopped going like 15, 20 years ago. Nah, we didn't, we didn't go this. Uh, we 15, go this 20 past. years ago, Mango was five years old. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I rounded up. We didn't go this past one. That's all. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it's a really funny thing that you mentioned. He's that, just man. dodging now competition. He's like the endless, if he, if he doesn't make an appearance, he's still a champ. He, re- he retired from the ring. He's the Kobayashi of shrimp. <laughs> All right. Seamless segue wide to wide receiver? receivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so random. It's so funny you brought that up. 
Um, well, Mike Evans is the top dog now. He's the alpha in Tampa. He's the most expensive guy, at least on Yahoo right now. I know Devontae Adams is kind of cheap on DK. He's $31 on Yahoo as well. And, uh, man, go, and that's your boy. You're, you're, you're a Packers fan. Adams, I think, did he have a decent game last time? I think he did, despite the fact that – well, no, Rodgers only threw for like a total of 100 yards. Which yeah, is but he, he did great, though, all around. I mean, it's just because of the market share, right? He, he had 12 sure. targets. And, like, here's his targets, right? Fifth, it lasts four weeks. Uh, actually, we'll do three weeks because that's in, since he's been healthy. Um, 11, 10, 12. And the week he got hurt, he ended up you know, getting 15 targets. So this guy just has so much market share from this team. He got his first touchdown last season. He's obviously, you know, one of those guys that has positive, more positive touchdown regression coming his way. We saw it hit big time with Leonard Fournette last week. I'm sure it's going to keep hitting here with a guy like Devontae Adams. I mean, I don't know if you saw the touchdown they gave him, Dean. Uh, that was one of those, like, let, let's get this guy in the box. They, they ran at the goal line. They ran, like, they needed two yards. And they did the little, you know, bring uh, Devontae Adams in on a uh, – I'm losing the word for it, but they won't. Did you just like walk in and out of a bathroom or something? <clears throat> no. Yeah, it, your voice changed <laughs> entirely. No. But anyways, Did you just hit puberty? Isn't no, that time my, of your life? My, my, voice is all, my voice is all messed up because of this, this sickness that I have. So uh, No, no we're talking about literally split second. It changed entirely. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. It's because, again, like my lymph nodes are all like a disaster. So uh, I'm taking medicine for it. No, take a baby aspirin. You'll be good. Two if you fly. But anyways, uh, yeah, so they basically, you know, they brought him in motion and Rodgers did like the touch pass to him basically. So uh, they they were trying their best to make sure they got him in the end zone. Tons of targets. Like I told you, Dean, I loved him last week. I was playing him on the the, the, uh, the, the, showdown. The th- yeah, the, I played him on the showdown. I played him on the Thursday through Sunday uh, or Monday. I'm going to play him again here. I absolutely love Devontae Adams. 7K, I think he's a really nice price tag on him. And I think he's in a, a really great spot here against the Giants. He should absolutely feast. DJ Moore is legit. Like, it's time we start talking about him. Like, he's like a legit, legit number one receiver. Now he's priced up there as well. Uh, assuming this the Rams offense bounces back, you know, cup facing that Arizona defense, all the receivers for the Rams uh, should be should be in play, at least in theory. Um Shark, you, you put, we talk about shark season uh, against Tampa. I, I feel like you've mentioned him a couple times in this podcast, Grant. Uh, is he somebody you're going back to as well? Oh, yeah. I, I have a few guys highlighted here. Um, and there's obviously Hill up at the top if he ends up playing. I don't think – is he is he out for this game? I haven't even checked his injury report. Um, but, yeah, he's questionable. But if he does end up playing, then he's a guy that you can look at, although it's a little bit tough to pay that price tag. But, all right, guys, you mentioned uh, Adams is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate here. People forget how good he is, how big the tar- target share is, pretty much everything with him. And he is priced a little bit too cheap at 7K there. Uh, Mike Evans, everyone saw Godwin go nuts this last week. Evans didn't do anything, but we've seen this so many times so far this season. It could be Evans' week again, and I'm going to – Play a lot of both of them, but Baby Shark is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate here. We've seen how Foles has connected with him so far this season. It was a little bit different situation last week just because of the way that the game went about. But he was he was looking at him a decent amount of times. I think one of his catches actually got called back. But he still ended up with 10 points, only getting six targets because all Foles really did was just dump off the ball to Fournette over and over and over again. And the and Tennessee took away the deep ball, but with Chark going up against Tampa, or yeah, against Tennessee, with him going up against Tampa Bay, this is an absolutely fantastic spot. If Hilton's healthy, six point two is a little bit too cheap. Christian Kirk, there's no guarantee that Ramsey's going to be on Kirk. They could go to Fitzgerald, although I don't know. But five point seven K, too much upside there. 
Boyd with Dalton back in at 5.5K going up against New York is great. The other guy I've highlighted is uh, the Gazelle in a clear passing spot going up against KC. I think he could be a decent play here, um, but that's kind of like the higher-priced wide receivers in between the 5.5 and 7K range. All right, Mango, anybody you want to elaborate? Any, any names, names you want to throw out there? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, Adams is one guy I absolutely liked a ton there, someone I'm definitely going to load up on. The cheap guys, though, um, I don't know, man. It's not it's not the greatest range for me. I'm not liking a ton here. I mean, I get it. Like, Jameson Crowder could be fine, but will they be running at the ball a ton? That's the one thing that Jets team is solid. Tyler Boyd at 5.5K, I like that price tag on him. He's someone that I'll definitely look at. What do you want to do with the Rams receivers, right? Like, they're really cheap. Are, are we going to consider them in cash games and tournaments? Well, Cup is 7-1. I wouldn't say that's really well, I meant, cheap. I didn't mean yeah. him. I meant Woods and Cooks, right? Like, those are 5-2 and 5-4. And uh, what is it, 5-4? But even, like, even Cup, like, five, five. we're talking uh, tournaments. I kind of went through how Goff does in good matchups. And this is a good matchup where they're going to be running more plays because it's against the Cardinals. So... Oh yeah, yeah, for I sure think- they're all in play for tournaments. He, he was uh, he was talking about cash specifically. I don't know if I can get there. Yeah, I, yeah, but I think uh, tournaments, obviously. Maybe. Yeah, and you know, Cup's got the telepathic connection, right? They uh, that's the narrative. Uh, Cup says he basically has a telepathic. Well, where was that tonight? Was, was there a satellite blocking the telepathy? Or may yeah, have that. That could have been what the Ravens were doing. But uh, one of the guys uh, who's really interesting is Dee Westbrook at five K. I mean that. Those targets last week, six targets, nine targets the past two weeks. That's with Nick Foles. Uh, we know that we were all high on D.D. Westbrook to start out the season uh, with Nick Foles, and now that Foles is back, I think he's going to be a really strong cash play at 5K as a really nice value play. Uh, another Jet receiver to mention, again, like, uh, you know, Bengals in general, they're not that good. Um, 4.8K for Robbie Anderson. We know what his upside can be. So Robbie Anderson is someone that you definitely, definitely want to consider a little bit. Again, another cheap guy, uh, Chris Conley, right? 4.5K. Grant's uh, I, I, guy. Yeah, he's seen great targets, man. So uh, don't sleep on him. He was also a buy low air yards model guy uh, last week, and I, I don't see, I don't know what the buy low air. air don't yards sleep on right now, any but. Jacksonville wide receiver. They're all getting a boatload of targets because they're throwing the ball a lot, and none of them are nearly expensive enough. We saw Conley get nine you targets. You can safely targets. sleep on Keelan Cole. Just gonna throw it out there. Safely yeah. sleep. You know, take a nap. I mean, you can fairly safely sleep because no one else is going to open. He occasionally has upside last year. But, yeah, I'm mostly talking about Didi, Conley, and Chark. Yeah, those three are the strongest. I, I think, like, you know, the, the expensive receivers are some pretty good options. But the one range that I don't, like, love, it just feels like the guys might be a little bit priced up, is, like, some of that six and, like, higher end 5K range. But those cheaper guys, like the four and the lower fives, it seems like there's some pretty good opportunity there. And uh, you know who else is there? Sammy Watkins, right? Uh, Sammy Watkins, he's a pretty strong player. Oh, gosh. You got to consider him at 5.4K. That's so. actually a pretty good price. It's it's scary, though, because he's been a disaster most yeah. of the season. and what's yeah. gonna happen with Tyreek Hill like he he's questionable right that's good that's a good point yeah. he's, and, and the, so the word from Andy Reid is he's optimistic about Hill's availability but here's the thing right uh I think the Chiefs have uh you know I think they realize that they want to have their guys healthy they haven't had their healthy guys healthy all season long so if they're up they're not gonna push Tyreek Hill um I wouldn't be shocked if they just said hey Tyreek we're gonna use you uh you know on a pitch count that wouldn't surprise me and if, if that's the case uh, hello, Mr. Sammy Watkins. You are someone that we will be looking at. On the uh, other side in that game, Grant's boy, at least at one point it was Grant's boy, Hunter Renfro, he's got a rib. So, uh, Wait, he's, was he's, that ever my boy? You keep throwing this in my mouth. I, this was a guy I was I'll happily joking. take it. I think it was Mangone's boy. <laughs> I was joking about it. Um, and listen, I so- – Oh, gosh, don't you say that. 
Don't oh, you do that. No, you were no, not joking. No, no, it wasn't completely. No, but he's, he was fine. Like, he's not, I mean, I wasn't saying he's like Devontae Adams or anything. Like, uh, you know, I, I saw actually a report that someone, and I joked because I'm like, oh, this is, this is for you. Uh, he's out. Here. Um, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was, he's got a rib. I just, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's Zay Jones season, but like, who's next man up for Oakland? Uh, Dean, if you were. Maybe if, it's just, maybe it's just. Dean, if you ahead. were a Hunter Ro- if you were on a Hunter Renfro, you're not on Zay Jones. Like, knock it off. Like, that, that's it's Darren Waller season. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, yes. We'll get to tight ends in a second, but oh yes. Yeah, I, I'm not playing Zay Jones. I don't think I am. I don't like to speak in definitives on Monday because you never really know. We reserve the right to change our opinions because this is a first look podcast. So I never change, Dean. You, you should. You know, you could become an old curmudgeon if you never change. The times I already by. am an old curmudgeon. Well, I tell kids to stay off my lawn all the time. I can I can see that for sure. All right, one one like uh you know if we're looking for like a, a Tuttle one and one fifty really bad play out there. Um, I know the Eagles receiving core is, is banged up. Don't know how banged up it'll be next week, but anyone against Miami feels like a good idea. And Four. JJ Arcega Whiteside, if he gets the snaps again, I think he's kind of intriguing at three point two k. What about Ward? Yeah, yeah, he's he's not he's four one, so it's it's pricier. <laughs> Um, it's too expensive for Dolphin, a receiver against the Dolphins. No, I mean, yeah, if he's going to have to work too, I mean, he got seven targets. The one thing I like is I just think Arcega Whiteside is a better player, and, and he was struggling a little bit to start out the season, but there were some really encouraging quotes that, like, over the bye week and throughout the start of the year, like, he just didn't know the playbook and was having trouble understanding it, and it just took him some time. And my thought process was just like, well, the Eagles, they are a sharp team, right? Probably a, a more difficult playbook than some other teams. I want my guy to know the playbook, like, four, four months into the season. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, he knows it now. And the thing is, he didn't know all the positions. They wanted him to know every single spot and everything. And it was just one of those things. They Alshon Jeffrey took him under his wing, and uh, he's a super talented guy, and they drafted him pretty high. So, uh, I don't know. I think Arcega Whiteside is is the guy I would go to over Ward for the, the discount at three points. I, I pulled up their snap counts in last week. Uh, not what I anticipated, actually. Jordan Matthews, 96% of the snaps. Uh, Greg Ward at 49%. Mac Hollins at 5%. And J.J. Arcega Whiteside at 71%. So, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, man, our Sega white side is the guy, not Greg Wood. Well, he was like a big, was he first or second round, second round pick? Was he like a high draft pick? I yeah, our Sega white side was. Yeah, that's what I just said. I said he was a pretty high draft pick. He's someone that they, they want to be the guy. Like they're going to, they're going to make it happen. And they're, they're encouraged by everything. I read a ton of stuff on it. I feel good about him. No, I mean, again, this is like a one in one fifty kind of thing. Like I actually played him in cash last week over Nikhil Harry because I needed the three. Oh, what a donkey. Nah, it worked out, man. I cashed. It didn't matter. He did what he had to do. <laughs> I actually played some Alan Hearns in cash. <laughs> didn't sweat that Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we were, I, all, we were all looking at bad 3K receivers, right? I, I played Alan Hearns in cash back-to-back weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's man. worked at least once. I don't know. Fifty uh, percent of the time works every time or 60% of the time? I don't mind Hearns. I still don't mind Hearns. I'll keep playing him just because he's cheap. And he's on the field a ton. He was like, I don't, I didn't check the snaps this week, but like the two previous weeks, like 90, 95%. And they like him. No, yeah. he's, he's good enough where he's not going to embarrass the team, but he's bad enough where he's going to make sure they lose. Yeah. Just a heads up. When we're talking our Sega white side, her, <laughs> let's go to tight end. Uh, Greg, Greg, talk to us about Waller. Let, let, let's get, let's get out of our seat. Or the Eagles tight ends. We're, since we're on the Eagles, but go ahead, Grant. I, I, I have no interest in Ertz. I have very little what? interest in Ertz, actually. But it's not a good game script. I mean, yes, there's the injuries, blah, blah, blah. But Waller's my guy this week. He's 5.5K. That's too darn cheap. He gets the nuts matchup versus Casey. Renfro's not in the lineup anymore, so concentrated 
uh, targets are going to be going his way. I absolutely love Waller. He's the top tight end play on the slate here for me, and it's not remotely close. Casey is 26th in fantasy points given up, fourth overall in targets to opposing tight ends, and he is in a smash spot here. He only had 12 points the first time they played, but he's gotten better since then. He hasn't been great recently, but it's been – it's been a little bit matchup oriented and a little you bit. Saw, I just want to make sure I understand. You said the nut matchup for tight ends was not the matchup against Arizona. No, one of the nut. Oh, okay. well, it, by definition, <laughs> it's mango. The nut matchup. Dean, means- uh, just asking, how many nuts do you have? <laughs> so you're saying it's a top two. What if we uh, ask this question? There can be three. There can be Tom three. Green. What's that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Green did lose one. Um, <laughs> You could have said Lance Armstrong too, but I know I, I roll a dex in my head, and I wasn't sure which one you would know. And I knew Mango would probably well, he probably knows who Lance Armstrong is. I know, I know Tom Green. You know, I know that we've talked about him. He was on, and the way I know him is because he was on Big Brother, uh, Celebrity Big Brother. That's <laughs> how course. I know. Tom That's Green. how we all know Tom Green from Celebrity Big Brother. Oh gosh, uh, he runs on the IR, so Joe Doyle uh, is cheap, and he's probably going to get a, a few more targets shuffled his way. Uh, 3.3K and DK. And by the way, speaking of Waller, who I, I agree with you, Grant, I like Waller as well. $19 on Yahoo. That's a pretty appealing price. Like comparison, uh, comparing around as far as the shopping, Kelsey's 28, Kittle's 24, Andrew's 22, Henry is 20, Ertz 19, Waller also 19. Man, go and jump in here. Talk about some tight ends. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some tight ends there that you want to look at. Like, is Travis Kelsey worth paying for? That's going to be one of the questions here. I think at that price tag is 7.2K. It's a little pricey over on DraftKings. If I have the money, cool, but I don't think he'll be a guy I'm jamming in, maybe more of a fan dual play. Uh, Laker call on Ertz, uh, you know, Kittle, he's not a bad play too here against Baltimore. Expecting Baltimore to be able to be forcing, uh, you know, San Francisco to, you know, put up some points. So Kittle's definitely an option. I'm sure uh, our buddy Big T will be running back some Kittle here. Uh, in this spot uh you know i think waller's probably the best point per dollar play though maybe at 5.5k if it's not him maybe it's dallas goddard based on the situation uh he's still cheap at 4.1k so uh don't want to sleep on him i think he's someone that we can consider um i don't know the cheap guys though it's it's not a ton of like down here like it's just uh some really gross plays nick o'leary no i'm good no no (laughs) nick o'leary at 3200 Hey, oh, you want a random trivia question? Who's his grandfather? Um, I don't know. Uh, um, Jimmy Connor? Jimmy Carter? No. President? I know. I, don't I, I know who answer, Jimmy Connor so. is. Oh, Van Gogh knows it? No, I said I know I don't have the answer. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Jack Nicholas. Huh. There you go. I mean, that's a fact. That's all. I was yeah. thinking Jack Nicholson there for a second, but wow, that's his grandfather? No, no, different. The, the, the golfer, not the actor. I know. I, I'm saying Jack Nicholas is his grandfather? Uh, Jack Nicholas, yeah. He's, he, I mean, I'm not sure he's still around or not. Uh, got a Wikipedia. Le- that the, uh, but he's still alive. Guy, at least in his 80s, right? Yeah, he's still alive. He just teed off at the beginning of the Masters, I think, this year. Did he? Good for him, yeah. man. All right. Oh, he yeah. didn't play it. It's like a ceremonial thing. No, no, it's, yeah, it's a symbolic thing. I think it was the Masters. Yeah. Well, yeah, that t- tight end, all the cheap guys are terrible. So uh, It's Nick O'Leary. Doyle. No, Doyle Nick is O'Leary and Doyle. Doyle's uh, – on, okay, Doyle's $13 in Yahoo. I don't love that. Why are, you play, why are you playing Jack Doyle? You don't need to play Jack Doyle. Because he's 3300 and no. you need to pay up for Mahomes? 
Man, come on. We live in the world with salary cap. Play, Dallas, really, uh, play Dallas Goddard instead. 4.1K. I don't Okay. I, don't, I think have Doyle's bad. Yeah. I want to look at Doyle's I mean, snap count now. Doyle's snap count was ugly the, the past week. How about the routes run? That's more important. <clears throat> Let me look. I'm, I'm going to check everything now. I'm but also, see. Ebron's gone. Did you miss that part? Yeah, I think I missed that part. I didn't really <laughs> Why is he going down? You idiot. He's injured. Welcome to six um, minutes ago. We, remember, this guys, this is, this is a first look podcast. This is not the first one you listen guys, to. This is your first, first look. look. <laughs> it's first look. Hunter Henry and Everett are fantastic plays. Everett's uh, self-explanatory. I don't want to play Doyle. He's got the nut matchup, I believe, right? Uh, he one does have – He has the main testicle matchup. <laughs> down, the alpha nut matchup. I'm, I'm just hoping – I'm hoping we get value and I don't have to play Jack Doyle. Oh, that sounds gross. I get it. Um, but Hunter Henry, like, he's been – since he's come back, he's he has, in fact, been good at football. Well, I'm going to play Nick O'Leary, by the way. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off. But where did Nick O'Leary It's matchup base. Um, I mean, it's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been terrible versus the tight end there. I think outside of Kansas City offering the or getting the largest target share to opposing tight ends. And also Hunter Henry's averaging 69 yards. Nice. Uh, but Nick O'Leary, like you're looking for value and there's not really any tight ends and good matchups or anything like that at the bottom. I mean, there's just not a whole lot of guys I want to go with. Yes, Doyle's fine. Um, but Nick O'Leary is going to come in at – just no ownership and he got four targets from Foles last week he's going up against a great matchup here i really like nick o'leary mango this is the point where you say hey we're talking about nick o'leary this is also assuming that the valve is not playing yeah man i'm i'm kind of uh yeah i'm i'm I'm, let's move on let's get this show on the road we spent the time on the thanksgiving slate so we didn't have to talk too much about tight end Uh, either either jack doyle or pay up for some of the other people yeah, well, we're, this is that's the podcast. I think we're done before the nonsense, right? Is there anything else? That's yeah, to well, here? we got we got to figure out. Uh, we got to do the draft for our. Oh our yeah, we got to play bet. our game. Uh, Mango and the loser, uh, the the three time, four time uh, loser. I'm not like surfing. I'm uh, a four time loser. You're the five time loser. If you just started tuning in a couple weeks ago, Dean is the five time loser. You're only as good as your last at bat, Mango, and you yeah. struck out. Um, last but let's time. just all say that I am better than both of you. Yeah, Grant, you are number one, and you have been helping Dean. You have been helping him. You've been setting the tee up for he's him. He's been every helping time. me. What are you talking about? He's been yeah, helping man. Me. You, Grant always goes, "Oh, just you know, take Drew Brees, Dean. Don't screw this up." That I've been helping him, but go. this is the first. Well, I've week never he heard Drew. Listened. Who's this Drew Brees person? I should, who's what, what? What team has he played? He's for? my golfing buddy. Yeah, you could, <laughs> he is Grant's golfing buddy. That is a fact. Though. And to be That's fair, not a chalk uh, fact. I was debating between Baker Baker Mayfield and Drew Brees last week, so it wouldn't be yeah. more of a massacre. Whatever. So. Whatever. He's helping me win. Yeah, <laughs> I probably hurt him. I out probably here, hurt here, him. If anything. Out here colluding, man. Oh, let's box him out. Let's go, Thomas and Breeze. I'll take Thomas. Oh. You get Breeze. You know, take it up with the the state officials. You, if you want to play the game in a protest, by all means. I just I feel like that. I feel like I'm you know a WWE wrestler, and uh, I look over on the referee. It's uh you know it's 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 you know when I put when I pin Grant down. You do uh, realize uh, I'm the opponent, not the referee. Well, just, Grant's I, turned heel. Is what, what are you saying? It. It's like the two-on-one match, man. You know the WWE fans. No, it's it's never mind. You know what I'm trying to say, Dean. The, the referee. <laughs> you're ruining my WWE reference. All the fans, they're going to be mad, man. They're going to come at you with some rock gifts now. Hey, man, go. Are you old enough to remember when it was called WWF? I am. I am old enough to remember that. I wasn't watching then, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I remember it. You were what? Two years old. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when that was. I was born in 1990. I so. mean, 15. Uh, you were born in 1990, man. 
I keep making fun of you for being young, but we're close to the same no, age. We're just like old, and he's not as old. <laughs> no, Dean, you are hey, old. Hold on. I'm old. Grant's not as old, and Mangone's kind of sort of somewhat old. Dean, you're like the older brother. Yeah. And me and Trav are the the kids from the second marriage to an 18-year-old younger. <laughs> here, here's, you here's guys get all the nice stuff, and I, I'm still playing with like a Nintendo or something. Here, here's a fun segue to the nonsense. I have my high school reunion on Friday. I haven't signed up to go. Uh, oh, yet. you got to go. Yeah, do yeah. I go? I go. Yeah. <sighs> do you know any? Is there anybody you actually want to see, or you don't? I mean, well, anybody? You, I have friends. I have I have close friends that they they live in other states, and like I don't get to see them that much, and they're they're gonna be there. Um, I don't know, like seriously, like if you think I'm gonna regret not going, like please tweet me and tell me to go. Like, Why I'm would you being, not go? I mean, if nothing else, you'll get an anecdote for the podcast. You're you're right. Um, I am being the worst about it, but like, I, if you do think I'm gonna regret it, like please let me know. Like push Just it off. Go. Me. Uh, Somebody I, I, shunned you in high school, and then like they're gonna be like, oh wow, look at man, go, look at shun. You know, we make, make sure you show off the the pecs and the whole deal. Like, do you have a flattering outfit you can wear, like a, a suit of some sort? I don't think worse. Dean, you're, Dean you're, you're not making me feel good. I got shunned a lot in high school. <laughs> and then when I went to my 10-year reunion, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we made the right choice. We, got, we made the right <laughs> we choice. definitely shunned the right guy. <laughs> I made a lot of bad decisions in my life, but shunning great. They, they come to the reunion thinking, oh, gosh, I hate my husband. My life's terrible. And they see me, they're like, you know what? Could, could Life's pretty good. Oh, wait, real quick. Real quick, I don't think this is an Onion article. This is the New York Post, and it's verified. Sam Darnold, this was five hours ago. Sam Darnold gets wasted and hooks up with girl after Jets' big win. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. I, Passing I, around the mono. I need That's more, a, man. I need, I need to read this article. He's going to mono again. <laughs> No, he's uh, passing. You you can still transfer mono for a long. That that's time. a story. That's that's like that's journalism. I don't know. I'm in on this story though. I'm I so mean, pumped. you could <laughs> you, literally. You gave it a click. You gave that a click. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about they're talking about is he the next J- Joe Namath or Mark Sanchez? Which, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Those are the only athletes in the history of the world that have ever like had relations. That's a part. I mean, yeah, literally any non-married quarterback <laughs> and some married quarterbacks, you could pretty much say that. Russell I'm Wilson? I'm in on this article. Is the girl there? He's, the you know Instagram? he's married, right? Well, I'm saying beforehand. Well, wasn't there a period where he – wasn't he upstate? Yeah. I thought it was a uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, there was a situation was. with him and Golden Tate and I don't know, something went down. Oh, well, yeah. No, he's Gold- talking about not, not hooking up with Rihanna – or not Rihanna, uh, Sierra. Yeah. Guys, let's get to our draft. The guys, this is the nonsense portion. <laughs> this is. It's starting right now, the nonsense. <laughs> but let's get our draft out of the way so we can go to more nonsense. Um. Well, man, Gil's got to start it. Yeah. Well, hey, Grant, just explain it before. I'm sure we have new listeners on week Snake 15. draft format. Man, going goes first, is pick someone, establishes that position. Yeah. I go second, uh, establish that position, and then Dean goes. I am this at all. I am not fudging this bad boy up, man. Not fudging this up. Give me Christian freaking McCaffrey. Oh, uh, yeah, that's I'm the not oh. this up. Yeah. Yeah. I really over. like how you're using my word. I have, I, have, I have fudge and trademarked. Um, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, he's good at football too. That's what I've heard. Um, you set the position, so we know we're not doing Oh, man, I'm in a corner, man. Nobody puts me in you, a corner. You say that literally all the time, and you have two great options here. Ooh, oh, Grant, can you help me out? Oh, Is your reasonably? I'm not going to tell you to play BDN. Oh, here we go. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, coincidentally, he's looking at it. <laughs> coincidentally. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, lovely. Um, well, I'm debating between him and 
Andrew Dalton, the Red Rocket, or the Red Rifle, whichever nickname you prefer. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you heard that or not, but I had to cough, so I hit the cough button. So it was an awkward pause, probably. Yeah, I mean, Dean, you're just, I mean, you're taking forever as always. All right, well, give me yeah. a second. Dean, you literally have, you, you should Dude, be prepared by now. I sh- Really? Yes, a, you do str- this every single week. There's a strategy. I have to pick two. I got to go back to back because I'm, I'm holding myself up. You have 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with uh, BDN. Let's go with Foles. Let's save some salary. Um, man, we should probably lock in some, uh, some fantasy points, though. Oh, I don't like this at all. Oh, how about, yeah, let's just lock up Jacksonville. We'll take Fournette as well. All right. Um, I'm going to go. That's like a bad idea, but. What? I don't know. I don't like that. I didn't like that play, Dean. Dude, they had one of the highest totals in the slate. They're facing Tampa Bay. And for that yeah. catch like eight passes. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess. I guess there's the catch up side. What's He's not going to run. Price? What is yeah. his price? I don't. It's, I a little price. it's oh, 75. I'm, at... I'm going slightly above that. I'm going Derrick Henry. Yeah, I was looking at the Thanksgiving slate for a second. That's how excited <laughs> I was. Like, where He's is like Driscoll. Man? <laughs> um yeah so i'm up here uh okay we will go with um we'll go with andy dalton man that uh oh gosh this just got so easy oh man go oh uh, man go locking in his third straight loss even uh, with cmc which is impressive no nah, man andy dalton's a solid one man I'm, I'm he can't he him. can't lose man he's got cmc it's over he can when dalton goes to negative four points CM pulls off hooked. a baker he gets the pull oh, yeah no. Uh, nah, we're good, man. I'm, I'm not worried. Any Dalton season. Grant, I need you to tank right now. I already picked. Oh, really? Who are your two players? I got Henry. I got Henry and Mahomes. Oh, I don't like – I'm going to lose this week. Oh, that's a bummer. You know, you, you, he just picked Dalton. You got BDN. You're fine. I feel, Dude, I feel good about mine, man. He's got guy's, Roadhouse, man. My guy's cheap, man. All right. Uh, now what are we doing? Oh, we're doing the, uh, the tweets or consequences, which is yeah. not like fully developed. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't we've, really we've, have got, we've got the essence of it. Well, we've got the pieces, but you ready for it, man? Go. Yeah, I mean, I guess I want to. I want to get off this pod. Uh, I don't want to hear this. So let's go. Let's get this thing. All right. So it's something along the lines of this Thanksgiving. I am thankful. And then we're going to make a list. We have twenty oh, ideas. Gosh, no. This is but just a list yeah. of things you're, you're thankful for. Uh, yeah, and I mean, the things we got, we'll narrow it down. Um, extends, Sherbert, Fuller House, Confession Booths, Incognito Mode, Cloth Diapers, Harry Styles, Laxatives, Lube, Pornhub Premium, Lena Dunn. I Dunham, knew that was going to Mc- be on there. No, I knew that was going to be on there. <laughs> well, we haven't guys. finalized it yet. Booger McFarlane, Kesha, Pumpkin Spice Lattes, White Claws, Being the Little Spoon, Women Taller Than Me, that's for sure in there. Gilmore Girls, Gossip Girls. Feminine facial products, cuddling, pedicures, lip balm, fruit-flavored chapstick, Twilight, and Pinterest. Pinterest is going to be on there. But Real yeah, Housewives gonna... of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I can get, oh, I can get behind some of those things you mentioned at the end. Those, they weren't all uh, chop facts in there. <laughs> I'll let you guess which ones weren't wearing. I'll let you for your imagination. But some of those things Myself I mentioned, like a... fruit-flavored chapsticks, Twilight, and cuddling. I, I bet, I, I'm going to say Mangone's a cuddler. I think he's pro-cuddling. Yeah, I mean, who's not pro cuddling, man? Cuddling is a good time. Well, Grant doesn't like some people. Some people. Oh, I love cuddling. I'm a big oh. cuddle bug. Yeah, man, cuddling's fun. What was the? What was? There was the second one you mentioned. Sherbert. No, there was another one. Not not the, not the chapstick. <laughs> the third one. Um, lip balm. No, it wasn't that one. There's another one you said. Pedicures. Twilight. Oh, Twilight. I've seen Twilight. I've seen it. 
Did you like it? <laughs> eh, it was, it was okay. It's funny how many things on this list I love, and I just mentioned because I didn't think you would want to mention them. <laughs> I've seen Gossip Girl. Like, I, like, I, like, I like myself some Blake Lively. Blake Lively is a babe, dude. Absolute dog. She's in Twilight? No, no. Gossip Girl, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I watched it. And I think she was in One Tree Hill. No, she wasn't in One Tree Hill. Ah, she's not One Tree Hill. That's, that's another good show there, too, Grant. Yeah, no, I watched the first four seasons. Not proud of it. I watched all of them. I'd do it again. And he's proud of it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen zero episodes of Gossip Girl. I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Well, you know, that's why there's Netflix. Yeah, but people are definitely tuned out right now. Doesn't that lead into our, one, yeah. our, our question? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we got a question this week. And if you haven't answered this question before, you got shot a t-shirt um, in the comment section of the RG page. You have to leave this comment. Just tell us how your day was. We can. How's your day? How was it? Yeah, just, that's, that's all you got to do. And you, we you honestly to, just want to see know how many people actually stayed at this part of the podcast. Yeah, and like seriously, like listen, if you're someone that like you're like, eh, I don't feel like going to conferences, like please go out of your way and do this. We want to know how many people actually listen. So, <laughs> yeah, like do this for us. Like if you are listening all the way until now, you are one of our loyal listeners. Like we, you are one of our you know x amount of people that are our ride or dies with Dean Grant and Mangone. So. There are probably have some analytics better to do on a Tuesday. show this that we just, we're not, we don't privy, we're not privy to, we don't have access to. Or... I'm like Jason Garrett, man. Screw the analytics. Like let's, let's, let's get our answers our way. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like the, it's going to be like eight people. And then we're going to just be depressed. I mean, I feel like eight, we have to extrapolate <laughs> like 10 people listen to the end. There's or, that one no, guy. No. There's that one guy that one week did fast forward to the end. I don't know if he's doing <laughs> that this week. Sharp move, man. Really I want is. that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So, like, now, how do we determine who wins? Like, the best. An- we like just the best day, the worst day. Uh, it seems it can be maybe. Be- no, best or worst day, whichever one we just think. Like, man, like that was our favorite one. It's just simple. What if they just say like it's fine? Yeah, that's fine. I that like that. It's a genuine answer. Launcher's chance? Like that's got a shot? Yeah, that, yeah it's a listen, genuine well, answer. If only one person makes it to the end, then yeah, you can be the winner. <laughs> By default. <laughs> that's the podcast, though, boys. That's it. Uh, you know, it's uh, lucky number 13. Everybody enjoy your, uh, your Thanksgiving. By the way, get yourself a honey-baked ham. If you want a real Thanksgiving dinner, get a honey-baked Have some options Turkey, at the table. Turkey's better than ham, but you can have both. Come on. Seriously, turkey slice in the deli, sure, but like the bo- the bone, the whole well, thing. Well, I, I I mean, I like gravy on top of it. Yeah, you in the, in the giblets? Like you like giblets? I mean, I'm not big tea, but I'll eat them. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And of course, your, your dessert of choice is going to be sherbet because we had a half hour conversation pre-show about how much you love sherbet. Yeah, it's 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 it's, a, it's not bad. Mango, give me your final uh, Thanksgiving take or hot take for the week, whichever you prefer. Um, yeah, uh, hot take of the week. Let's see. Uh, Devontae Adams, he goes for 40 fantasy points. How's that sound? That's pretty ambitious, but I like it. Grant, see it and raise it. Uh, Nick O'Leary goes for 20 and put gravy on everything. 20 DK points. All right. Uh, thank you, Yahoo, for sponsoring the show. Again, if you guys are still listening to this, leave a comment in the RG chat. You might win yourself a, uh, not the chat, in the comment section, of course, where this uh, podcast is posted. You might win yourself a sweet RG t-shirt. I'm actually wearing one right now. They're very comfortable. I swear. I'm not just saying that. Um, also, fade the cranberry sauce. Enough of the cranberry sauce. Uh, that's the show, though. I uh, hope you guys enjoy your holiday week and uh, some football as well.
We're not really ending strong. I don't have a closer, but he's Grant. He's Bangone. I'm Dean. We're out of here. Holler. See you, kids. Holler. Holler. Holler.